Kelman on cliffcentral.com. In the building, we have uh, Sanyu and Clara, 22 and 16, uh, respectively, and of course, uh, part of the uh, HDI Youth Junior Board of Directors. And they basically, if I've got this right, HDI, like, yo, guys, what's cool, what's not cool, and then you tell them, and then they take that to the brands, and they like, this is where the kids are at. Is that kind of a fair assumption? Yeah, yeah. very much. Basically. So... What makes you guys the authority on what's cool and what isn't? Do you want to answer that? Uh, okay. So basically what we do is we follow the latest trends and everything. Yeah. Um, so we're constantly on social media. And being on social media, we can see what we're, our generation is into and all of that. And from that, we can see what brands need to put into their company or business to improve them to make us the youth more involved in them yeah yeah so basically what we're doing is that we're teaching or we're telling brands how to communicate to young people because we obviously know what young people want because we're young so companies come and they speak to hdi and we tell them hey listen uh this is what we're into or no that campaign is not going to work out Mm. maybe you try look in this area maybe you try look at this and we basically give them a larger perspective of what the young people want which is pretty pretty cool and you guys do this on a consistent basis but obviously once a year there's a really big day it's the day of generation next where loads and loads of research that hdi youth have done and we're going to find out a little bit more about that research from uh, mokebe tulo in a second um, all that research kind of gets put into one day and you guys are there sharing your insights and it's a whole thing. And at the end of it, we know like who makes cool cars and who makes good food yeah, basically. And, and all of that. Do you think it's getting harder and harder um, to figure out where young people are at? Because I don't know, like, is everyone as the same as what they were a hundred years ago? Um, I think it's more difficult now because we, because of, because young people now, are very different. Mm. So if you notice in a couple of the trends right now is that uh, diversity is something that's celebrated. So now yeah. everyone either wants to be different or um, everyone is embracing their individuality. So it's a bit different to cater to everyone because now there's like so many trends and there's so many clicks and there's mm. so many movements that people are part of. So the trick is to speak to either what people believe and I think that's something that's a good way to market is that you look at the heart of the youth Mm. instead of trying to follow a trend because there's so many trends there's so many like fashion things and there's so many things that young people are into but maybe look at the heart of what young people are into Mm. and that's a good way in marketing I think for young people yeah. yeah, I think that's exactly it. Do you think we should just like, maybe it would be easier if we just made a rule and said that people that are over a certain age like should just actually not come up with campaigns for young people. Do you think it would be better if we did that? Yes. I completely agree with this. I think because, you know, if we look at, for instance, like slang and slogans, mm. like the slang that was used back then is so different to the slang we use now. Yeah. Like, for instance, if they had to say something's rad, we'll all be like, what? What is that? What is yeah. that? And then you say something's lit and we'll be like, oh, okay, we know what you're talking about. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. What do yeah. You, why do you guys think that 2018 is a great time to be young? Like, what do you think that you have in 2018 that you may not have had if you were 16 or 22, five years ago, six years ago, even 10 years ago? Because the rate of change and what social media has done is like yeah. literally unquantifiable. Um, so what's, what's it, what's the great thing about being alive today, this day of this month in this year? Well, I personally think it's just seeing how everyone and everything is just growing and mm. getting bigger and bigger. So, for instance, social media is just getting bigger and bigger. And 
social media has impacted our generation especially a lot. So I think just seeing how it's developed now to what it was back then is mm. really nice to see in 2018. And I think from my perspective is that as young people, we now have a platform to go out and say what we want. So we now... Um, we have social media and social media is used for us to voice our opinions. Mm. Before, social media wasn't that big. But now we can tweet. We can, I mean, there's black Twitter, you know, black mm. Twitter like destroys brands or campaigns yeah. or people. <laughs> we have Instagram. We have, we now have platforms where we can voice our opinions, which is amazing, which yeah. we, which I didn't have when I was 16. <laughs> so I feel like they're way cooler than me in terms of things like that. But I know that. Social media has given us a voice and now yeah. people are actually beginning to listen to what we have to say about things. Yeah. Everyone has a voice. You don't have to wait for someone to put you on anymore. You put yourself on. Literally. Um, <laughs> it's interesting speaking to you guys though because the one thing that doesn't come up is any form of anything traditional. It's 100% digital that you're yeah, speaking about. That's true. You're not telling me how cool the latest magazine is that you waited a month to get or how dope that newspaper was that you no. read a week ago. Uh-huh. No, no. Um, I mean, what role does traditional media do you think have to play in anything? I mean, is there still space? Like, is a magazine a great way to communicate with a young person or a newspaper nope okay I'm I'm just a sucker for things like magazines <laughs> <laughs> I'm old school like that so like I love the smell of magazines maybe not a newspaper oh I like I love collecting magazines I just have this thing where I collect like Vogue or like an yeah. owl I, I like and I'm a designer so I like the way print looks so I don't think that you should ask me about that because I'm like a sucker for things like that. So maybe, <laughs> um, I think if I, I prefer, for instance, I have like bad eyesight. Yeah. So I like the fact that I can zoom in because glasses don't do it for me. So yeah. Okay. So you like the ability to kind of change. Yeah. It. And it's, I can work my phone. It's easy. Yeah. And, you know, paper cuts. <laughs> so there was an insight that I saw the other day that yeah. um, Facebook Africa say that the average South African millennial is scrolling the equivalent of 100 meters every single day on their phone. Yeah. So you're literally going through 100 meters of content. And sometimes I say that to people and they say, that's absolutely unbelievable. But I mean, 100 meters to you guys, you're probably doing that and maybe even more in a day, yeah, right? I think I'm doing like... Your yeah. times a hundred of that. I'm always yeah. on my phone. When there's free Wi Fi, definitely. Yes. Yeah, you're so there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I was <laughs> <laughs> going through pages. Logging into that clip. <laughs> All right, well, uh, very cool hanging out. That's a Clara there and uh, Sanya. Sanyu. It's difficult Sanyu. to pronounce. Yes, I know. <laughs> Sanyu. No, it's dope. you got to have individual. It's a good, it's a beautiful name. I know, it's part of the brand. Yeah, Sanyu. Um, other side of this, we're going to bring into the conversation uh, from HDI Youth, uh, the Insights lead there, Mokebe Tulu, who's going to speak to us a little bit more about what's happening on Thursday and where the kids are at. She knows all the answers. It's next. So Generation Next is uh, happening. It's uh, just a matter of hours to go, really, before uh, we find out what the Sunday Times and HDI Youth uh, have said about where the kids are at. They do extensive research. Uh, speaking to uh, Clara and uh, Sanyu a little bit earlier on, and they still hanging out uh, as is Mokebe Tulo who's the uh, insight lead at HDI Youth and when I say that you speak to lots of kids I mean I know for a fact that you speak to lots and lots of kids before you say that this is their favorite brand right? Hello Arie <laughs> yes uh, we definitely speak to a large number of young people um, in fact our study is the largest youth study in the country and I think hmm. on the continent um, our sample size this year is about 12,000 young people Wow. Uh, 7,000 of those are telling us who the coolest brands are and the other 5,000 are giving us the insight behind that. Hmm. 
Mm. And when you speak about the insight behind that, what does that mean? Okay, so the first part of the study is the quantitative part, and this is where we're trying to find out who the coolest brands are. But the qualitative part of the study is to find out why. So what is the thing that makes, for example, Mercedes or BMW the coolest brand? What are the some uh, some of the ambitions that young people have? Mm. What is top of mind? What are their biggest um, anxieties around? So this is the so what and the why. And we use that to then inform how then brands can communicate with young people. Now, when you hear this, uh, Clara and uh, Sanyu, and you hear that uh, brands want to kind of put you into a box, how does that make you feel? That they want to be like, this is the, the, the solution to where you're thinking. Does it make you feel cool, not cool? What's the story? Or do you appreciate the fact that they're trying? Because, I mean, they clearly want to connect with you. Um, well, I appreciate the fact that they try, but I just would like to see them take it further. Does that make sense? So, yeah. Um, Sometimes they'll get a statistic from young people They'll be like, yo, young people like this And then they'll translate it into their own thing And not really communicate to the young people Which is a bit frustrating mm. So, yeah, and I just I just think I get sensitive When people put us as statistics Yeah <laughs> I don't know Yeah, I, I really do appreciate that they're putting us into Like, limelight And they are accepting or they're listening to our thoughts and everything But I just don't like the fact that Sometimes they put us under a stereotype yeah. Always, like, saying the youth likes this and likes this and all that, but really you haven't spoken to us and gotten face to face with us and told mm. us, do you like this or don't you? And then we say, no, we don't it's like, Oh, whoops. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of the conversation around the work that we do. We're trying to avoid that very thing. Yeah. That yeah. very yeah. phenomenon. Definitely. We believe in asking young people what they want, how best it is to communicate with them. Um, how do we connect with them? Where do we, um, meet them in their need space? Mm. And I think that's something very important. So yes, you've got a huge study with your stats, which is wonderful, but what is the so what around that? Mm. And as they said earlier, I think, um, in categorizing young people, people often forget that there's very different groups of people. Yeah. So it can't just be a conversation about LSM, for example, eight to 10. Yeah, yeah. You need to go a little bit deeper than that. And I think I really mm. liked what you said about getting to the heart um, of young people because obviously there's no way you can keep up with every trend as a brand. Mm. It's mm. just plain impossible. Mm. So getting to the heart of the matter, that human truth is what truly informs effective comms. Yeah. Uh, Clara and Sanya, just before we uh, say goodbye to you, who's mm. going to do really well this year? Which brands have like just had a really good... 2017, 2018, and done dope stuff that's connected with you. Are we allowed to? Are we allowed? Are we allowed to say that? Well, it is your opinion. Yeah, your opinion. Okay, do you want to go first? Um, I don't have like a specific one, but I think Apple and Samsung are high up there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know which one will win, but I think I also don't know. And same with Instagram, I think it could be up there as well as a brand. Yeah, yeah. Instagram. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, personally, I liked what um. Nike and Adidas are doing as well mm. in terms of their campaigns and their marketing. I really liked the way that they um, used influencers to market and uh, go out and share the content, their, their, their stuff out there. So I wonder who's going to win between the two. I personally mm. love other brands, but Nike and Adidas, I don't, I don't know who's going to win. I literally, it's I like literally don't know. Normally I would have said Nike, yeah, but too. Adidas has done some really cool stuff. Like, Especially so, for the World Cup. Exactly. Yeah. And like, yeah, so I literally, 
I literally don't know. Those are the ones that I'm wondering. Like, yeah, definitely. I don't know who the kids are going to vote for. All is going to be revealed. Thousands and thousands of kids yeah. have uh, had their say. Uh, Clara and uh, Sanyu, thanks so much for hanging out. Thank you. Um, Thank you for having us. It would be almost dumb if I didn't say, well, how do we connect with you on Instagram? Yeah. So <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Give us yes. all your information. Get that plug. <laughs> okay, do you want to go? Okay. Whoa, I don't even know my name. You go first. Okay, so you can... Um, Either type my name out, Sanyu Sematimba, so double S-A-N-Y-U-S-E-M-A-T-I-M-B-A. But my Instagram name is just another African, but cool. you don't spell it like how you say it. So it's just and then A-N-A-T-H-A-A-F-R-I-C-A-N. So the another is spelled differently. Cool. It just looks better. Yeah. Okay, Damn. I've got mine now. It's Clara underscore Tavener, so it's C-L-A-I-R-A underscore T-A-V-E-N-E-R. So, yeah. I dig it. And you can probably catch excerpts of the interview on those platforms <laughs> as well. So, yeah. uh, thank you so much. Uh, more with Mokebe, and uh, we're going to meet some more JBOD members. It's all other side. Uh, still in the building, Mokebe Tulo, who's the uh, inside lead at HDI Youth, uh, plus uh, Tanith, who's 10, and Galile, who's 22, from the uh, junior <laughs> board of uh, directors. Uh, and uh, this is always like a really big thing that um, HDI Youth uh, put together every single year. Um, Tanith, you have been on JBOD for a while because you and I have uh, definitely hung out before. Um, what is it uh, about JBOD that you think is, is so cool that you enjoy being part of? I think that I like JBOD because I speak on behalf of the youth of South Africa yeah. and get to tell brands that like we don't like your brand because of this <laughs> and catch them up on all the latest trends which is super important uh right Paulila, do you think yeah. the brands are doing a good enough job though are you like in SA is it creative enough should they be doing more well yeah since i've been part of jboard i've actually seen that they're doing something right yeah because now brand are listening to us as young people that we want to be heard and they're representing us so i'd like to believe they're on the right path at this moment Mokebe, how much of it is like just research and understanding the audience and how much of it is brands just trying new ways to connect with people and just doing things a little differently to what they maybe have done in the past? I mean, I think with the brands that are doing well, um, I think they are definitely invested in, I wouldn't say necessarily traditional research, but um, at the very least observation. Mm. I think you can't be successful in this space if you're not doing something like uh, having your ears on the ground, having a young team to inform you, asking the opinions of young people. And again, I stress that we're not talking about um, traditional research. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that it is important for brands to be aware of what's going on around them. And I think some brands have done extremely well in that department. And I think you see for yourself in the study's result. Uh, Tanith, if you like sort of look at all the different brands that exist out there, um, which are the ones that uh, you think really connect to you and who you are and what you're about? Who's doing a really great job? Probably if I had to pick one or a few. Um, Nike and Adidas. Yeah. In terms of the Everybody new loves Nike. <laughs> Very yeah. popular brands. Yeah. And Samsung and Apple yeah. because of the new cameras. Yes. Yeah. Okay. True. Yeah. Because that's super important. Mm -hmm. Any any brands you would add to that mix? 
I just love Dr. Martens. Like, yeah, okay. It's one of my favorite brands. And their social media is actually quite great because it's popping, it's cool, it's edgy. Mm. And that's what I really like. So. Do you think, do you think it, like brands can be cool on social media or do you think that they should try and be cool through other people that are already cool? Um, what do you think of this whole rise of kind of influences or people on social media that get paid to post about brands on their platform? Do you like that? Do you not like it? Does it work? Doesn't it? Well, I don't have a problem, and but how do I put this? It's cool and all, but it has to be authentic. Yeah, it has to be someone who I can feel that the brand represents is represented mm. by this person. So, but the problem is some brands just take someone because they're currently popping and they have a hit song. But when you look at the brand and the person's brand, it's too different. different things. Yeah, so I'm just like, no, it doesn't work. Doesn't when, work. Tanith, when you go onto Instagram and you see celebrities or people or influencers on social media that are speaking about different brands, do you like it? Do you not like it? Uh, sometimes, because sometimes it can be real, like authentic role models that you yeah. look up to. Yeah. And sometimes it just, they're just not. You would, you wouldn't want to be them when you grow up. Yeah. So I don't. I think sometimes it works. It depends on who you get. Mokebe, what are some of the big buzzwords that you think brands are trying to figure out at the moment? Um, t- Ten years ago, the buzzword would have been maybe TV. Um, <laughs> in this day and age, what are the buzzwords and things that you, you think they're really trying to wrap their heads around? Digital. <laughs> <laughs> I think brands are, some brands are having a really hard time trying to understand what digital even means. Mm. And I mean, there's so much happening now, even in the AI space. Uh, people are trying to understand how they can incorporate um, that kind of stuff into their campaign. Campaigns. I mean, we were working with um, a client quite recently and they were trying to just unpack all the different things specifically with AI that you are able to do. And for brands to even or some brand managers to even fathom or wrap their heads around what mm. is this AI thing mm. um, is taking much longer than we would think. Um, also digital. I mean, what is digital? Where does digital start? Where does digital end? And what is even digital from the point of view of a young person? Yeah, And even if I understand the different platforms, I mean, there's lots that we can read around uh, communicating around Instagram, Facebook, etc. But what do young people, what does your target audience want to see on those different platforms from you? Mm. Yes, uh, we want brands, so we have, and you guys can give me your opinion, uh, to have a presence on the different platforms. But what kind of conversations am I trying to have with them? Mm. Like, yes, I follow your brand because I'm interested in some of the work you do, but you're not my friend. I'm not trying to engage with you on that level so i think yeah the answer in short digital Hmm. yeah digital is the future so as long as brands are able to communicate with us through digital and be authentic as she also said i feel like that's the most important thing for me so here's a quick question if you if hypothetical situation i said to you you've got to choose between one of these five things that you can uh, have (laughs) again you can't have all five if I had to say to you, you have to choose between your TV, your radio, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and you have to choose only one of those five things, um, which mm. one would you choose and, and why? And that would be a horrible world, by the way, <laughs> where you couldn't have all of them. Probably Instagram, huh. because you can post things and also you can do private messages. Yeah. So if you didn't have I- any other form of communication like WhatsApp or like Messenger, etc., you could use Instagram. So. Yeah. And it's just it's it's visual and people True. like visual. True. I think I'll also go with Instagram. Really? <laughs> I mean that's a that's quite an insane thing to hear, right? Exactly. Okay, I mean when you think about sort of T V and radio, 
um, and just how integral they are to what marketing looks mm. like in the world. Um, how much of this is for the brands to make a shift versus the the kids to kind of just uh, tell tell everyone what they think? I mean, the real target audience here is the decision makers who need to just change what they're doing, right? Yeah, I mean. TV is not dead by a long shot. Yeah. Uh, globally, even stats are, TV stats are rising, which is actually one would think is an anomaly. Yeah. Um, in a country such as South Africa, we know that in terms of access, um, there's limitations around what people are able to get onto because of data costs. Absolutely. I, yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't think TV's dead. My, um, concern, uh, possibly around TVs that it's like throwing out rice and hoping the right uh, person catches it. Mm. Um, radio still does really well, um, even amongst young people. Although, I mean, as we said, social media is, um, one of the key ways to connect with them. It depends on your brand messaging. So I don't think brands need to play in a space that doesn't work with their brand necessarily. Mm. And I do think that it is important to start moving more digital, but it's not enough to have um, a presence there for the sake of it. Yeah. If you don't have a plan, rather don't do it. Hmm. Yeah. True. So lots of uh, very interesting things to think about in 2018. Um, and it's interesting to hear from you guys that okay. you, like you're doing it for the gram. <laughs> so 100% <laughs> for the gram. Just quickly, when it comes to social media, um, and because there's also studies that say that Instagram sometimes can leave people feeling really sad. Okay. Um, and unhappy about their lives because like now you've had an amazing holiday and I've had a terrible <laughs> holiday and all I see is your amazing holiday. Um, how do you think just on a human level we, we get a little bit better at deciphering what's real and what isn't real on platforms like Instagram? I think you can see in their faces when somebody really, posts yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. And like you can see like the lighting, it just doesn't look right. It looks too perfect. Okay, okay. Yeah, so you can figure it out like yeah. that. Yeah, and also I think it's just... For me with Instagram, I don't really take everything there personally. Yeah. Because I know with Instagram, people have two lives now. It's Instagram <laughs> and real life. <laughs> Is that good for the world though? Well, I mean, for some people, it helps with their self-esteem. Yeah. So, I don't know. Because my Instagram is me. I don't care. Yeah. But I have people in my life who I know the person they are on Instagram is the complete opposite. And it helps them sleep peacefully at night. So, I don't know. I just... <laughs> What a time to be alive. Yeah, what a time indeed. Um, all right. Well, very, very cool to uh, have you in. Uh, just before we let you go, uh, Tanith and Kualile, just your final word to brands. Like if I put every marketing manager okay. of every major brand in front of you and you could say one sentence to them, what would that sentence be? Mara would probably listen. Yeah. Because some people, especially like the CEOs of brands and managers, they're quite traditional so maybe listen to what we have to say. Even though we're young, we still understand how the world works. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, just give us young people an opportunity. Respect us and listen to our opinions. Seems very easy to say, <laughs> but a little bit harder in practice when you look Choo -choo. at it. Um, Mokebe, just before we let you go, what do you think the role is of Generation Next as a platform um, and as research in the broader sort of South African marketing and media and communications industry? I mean, I think, yeah, as I said, this study is very important and I think uh, 
brand owners need to be aware of the results of the study. But I think the key nugget to take out of it is that by the time we publish the results, mm. it's probably a consequence of decisions you made like two years ago yeah. as a brand owner. So I think it is important to know who's at the top, but understanding the reasons behind it is key in order for you to make the right decisions moving forward to get yourself in the t- top spot. Absolutely. Well, all will be revealed uh, on Thursday at the uh, 2018 Generation Next conference and awards. And then, ironically, everything goes into a printout. Ironically. So that everybody can keep up uh, to date with where the kids are at. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. That's uh, Insight Lead there at HDI Youth, uh, Mokebe Tulo. And, of course, uh, from uh, JBOD, a whole crew of uh, cool kids from uh, Clara to uh, Sanyu to Kolile to uh, Tanith all hanging out. And uh, Generation Next is this Thursday. Just listen to the kids, yo. Listen, listen to the kids. Yeah. Kelman on cliffcentral.com.